Elizabeth Chapel, a lifelong entrepreneur who finally found my niche. After years of new ideas and jumping from business to business, I figured out how to turn a craft into a successful career. In 2016, I started a monthly subscription box for quilters. That little startup has grown into a thriving, multiple six-figure business that I am so proud of. As a published author, designer of fabrics and patterns being sold throughout the world, my favorite thing to do is to teach others how to grow a career of their dreams. Each week you'll hear from me or from other guests who are creative entrepreneurs, so you can learn exactly what to do and what not to do to grow a career that's more rewarding and successful than you ever thought possible. If you're ready to turn your craft into a career that you love, I am so excited you're here. Welcome to the Craft to Career podcast. Well, Patty, thank you so much for being here. We are excited to have you on the on the podcast. Thanks, Elizabeth. I'm glad you invited me to be here. Yeah. For our listeners, can you explain what you do with Baby Lock? Yeah. So I manage, uh, I work for Baby Lock and I manage our uh, training and education department. So I work with a team internally who we train our retailers and we also do consumer events like consumer getaways and things like that. And then I also work with our outside independent educators. So I've got about 20 educators that go out and travel and they, uh, they work with retailers and host events and things like that at retailers locations, as well as several of them have their own Facebook groups and different, uh, you know, virtual options for training as well with our consumers. So I am super curious with baby lock. Well, actually I'd heard this, so maybe you can answer. It used to be people could only buy a baby lock if they went to a dealer. Is that right? Or is that still how it is? Yeah, we still work with a retailer. Uh, we have a retailer focus. So right now, you you know, you have to be a baby lock retailer to be able to carry our product. Um, we have, over the course of time, opened up where you do have more e-commerce capability. So that means that our retailers can sell their our products online through their independent websites. Um, and then just most recently, we are just starting to um, offer our products as well through our own babylock.com. Okay. Well, that's exciting. So... How does one become a, like, how do you carry baby locks? Oh, so to become a retailer, that's something that if you're, you know, a lot of times our retailers are either people who already have an established business. So maybe they're a quilt shop owner or who doesn't have machines, or they might already be a machine or a vacuum dealer that does carry other lines of machines. And they'll reach out to Baby Lock um, to be a retailer. So, so when you're a retailer, basically, you obviously have to meet certain business requirements and things like that to carry our product. Um, but that's something that we work with, with and look at, you know, different areas of the country and where we have uh, retailers and that sort of thing. And then they basically, you know, sign up, I guess, to be a retailer with us and then go through our process to get approved for that. And then once they're a retailer, we do have them come in for training. So it's really important. One of the things with our brand is that we really want to make sure that our retailers and our consumers are getting education. So um, they come here for a full line sales and product training. So we get to kind of teach them our whole full line of product as well as just kind of resources that they have for baby log, a little bit more about our company and just you know, connecting them with the different resources within our within our own company. So they know who to go to if they have a problem or, you know, just what the resources are that are available to them. So that's kind of the process. And then once they come to training, they, you know, they bring our line on and they hopefully train their staff and then, you know, they're able to carry and sell our product. 
Nice. And have you guys been at Quilt Market or Quilt Con recently, or do you plan to go? Yeah. So we, um, the way we work our events right now, because I also do help with our events and things like that. We, um, in the past, we have had a large baby lock booth at uh, Houston Quilt, the Quilt Festival um, and in market. And over the course of time, just with COVID, COVID really kind of changed the whole landscape of shows and events and things like that. Um, So right now we've always had those and had them tied with a local retailer. Um, So we have carried that through now. And one of our larger retailers, Be So In, um, they also own Humble Sewing down in Houston. So they are the ones who um, have been hosting the booths for our Baby Lock booth and our Koala Furniture. Those are kind of our two main booths that we have. So they're down there um, doing those shows. So, and then oh. most of our shows now are, are run by local retailers. So we sponsor the shows a lot of times, but then we we use local retailers um, to help to, you know, run those shows and, and host the booths at the show. I, I, I should have reached out before Quilt Market. So I'm in Houston. And so I was there and I didn't even pop by for shame. Okay. I'm going to have to go yeah, next year yeah. for sure. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. Biso was down there and they, uh, they did a really great job and several of our team was down there. So they had their own uh, staffing down there, but then they also had like Denise Schober, who's on our team. She was down there. Uh, Ashley Leinhart was down there. Chris Tryon was down there. So we do send some of our staff, um, but you know, the, the landscape again of, of shows and things like that have really changed, but we're, we're really uh, happy that we have a, such a great retailer down there that helps us run that show for Houston. Cause it's such a big one. And the name of their shop in Humble again, what's it called? It's, it's called Humble Sewing. And Humble then it's Sewing. also, uh, yeah, Be Sew In is one of our larger retailers. And they, they also have locations in Oklahoma and some in Missouri and in Arkansas. And then they now have some in Texas. So. So now this is a total selfish question here. If I have a question with my uh, baby lock machine, can I pop into Humble Sewing and like... Yeah, you can you can go to your uh, to your local retailer. The other thing that we have too is that we have a product support team as well. So if you have something where you're just trying to learn something more about your machine, or maybe you're having an issue with something, or you know, a lot of times we have customers who just have maybe there's an update on their machine and they need some help kind of walking them through that steps. Um, we do have a wonderful, wonderful product support team. It's just made up of four um, ladies here in the office and they uh, handle calls during normal business hours. So Monday through Friday, um, but they also do take emails and handle emails and things like that too. Um, but they can help as well. So they actually have a, they're actually just right outside my office here and they have a, um, a, a room set up with all of the various machines so if somebody's on the phone and they have a question about, say, the chorus, they can actually get up, walk over to the machine and walk somebody through a process or see if they can replicate what the issue is that somebody's having there. You know, in addition to just maybe it's something that is just a technique, you know, mm-hmm. or maybe it's, hey, have you tried changing needles? What bobbin are you using? What type of stabilizer are you using? Sometimes they can help kind of troubleshoot that way, too, over the phone. Okay. And I have to say, I'm impressed when I first became a baby lock brand ambassador, there is a very great education, like online education. What's it called? There's a name for it. It's called our SOED classes. Yeah. Our SOED program. So a few years ago, we branded our whole training and education team and we came up with the name of SOED. So sewing education. Um, And it's just kind of taken on a life of its own. We use it in our retailer trainings. We use it in our consumer trainings. Um, but education is a hallmark of our brand and it is something that we're very proud of. You know, we really want consumers to 
understand their machines, know how to use them. Because, you know, the more you you have an understanding of your machine and you know the potential and the possibilities of it, it's going to help you grow your craft, right? If you if you really can fully understand and utilize your machine, um, it's going to help you grow your craft. And it might also lead you to, you know, maybe there's different machines that you want to look at, or, you know, it might also, you know, help you to figure out that, just to see the education we have out there of what other machines are available and what some of the capabilities are of those machines as well. So, yeah, so we do our SOED classes, which is a, um, it's just our online video classes. And we just actually integrated that into our babylock.com site. We just kind of had a, a revision of that site in August. And so now all of those classes are embedded in the site. So it's, if somebody has what we call currently a love of sewing membership, which is something they can purchase when they purchase their machine. It gives them an extended warranty and it also gives them a subscription to our videos for four years, uh, four to two years. They can get a subscription depending on their machine. They get access then to all that class content. And to date we have over, I want to say like over 1100 videos that are available and we're constantly adding new content. So we do things like that. We also have several different free webinars that we offer to our consumers on things like our pro stitcher, which is a long arm software. Um, we, we do webinars on that. We do it on our palette software. And then we're off, we offer all sorts of other training through our different Facebook communities. So we have a lot of baby lock Facebook communities that are tied to our sergers, our software, our like our top of the line Solaris has its own unique group, and then our long arms. And that's another great way for us to be able to give education to our consumers. Yeah. And when I first started diving in and learning about baby lock, I I didn't know it it's a Japanese company, right? And so- we actually are baby lock is actually under the brand name of Taconi. So Taconi is a, this is a St. Louis based company and it's actually a family owned company, but yes, our sergers when, where the name baby lock comes from is from a Japanese factory that we, we work with closely and that's where we get our baby lock sergers. And that's how our whole company's name started and kind of where the, the machine started. Right. Yeah. So it was the serger, like, right. It started with the serger and then it branched yeah. out. Correct. So it's so funny because whenever we have trainings or things like that, people are always like, where did you get the name Baby Lock? I have even had uh, somebody who I was emailing with that did, you know, helped us with kind of some contract employees and things like that. And she's like, what is Baby Lock anyway? And she's like, maybe you guys should really think about rebranding <laughs> your, your company. And I was just like, well, if you're in the sewing industry, you know, we spent a lot of time and effort making sure people know who Baby Lock is. So for us, we were like, you know, most people really do know and they identify with Baby Lock, but the where our name in, you know, the nutshell, where our name came from is the first machines that we brought on were a smaller version of a overlock machine that was used commercially. And so it was made for more for the home user. And so it came up with the name of a baby overlock since it was a smaller overlock machine. So that's where our name came from. So we we work and we partner with that that factory for our sergers and for our Sashiko machine. But then all of our other machines, we do partner with various factories for. So um, it's kind of good because we get to pick and choose the machines that we want to make up our lineup. Um, so we have probably over 30, I think over 35 machines in our line. And that, that could have changed over the course of time because we always add new products in when we have our convention in August. That's typically when our new product launches. Okay. So. And this convention in August, what is that like a buyer thing for you or... It's- 
it's for our retailers. It's called Baby Lock Tech. Um, it's so funny because we we acronym it to BLT, and everyone <laughs> you know, bacon, bacon, lettuce, and tomato, and you're like, no, it's actually Baby Lock Tech. So, but it's kind of gotten shortened, so we all know it here as BLT. Um, and that is typically in August, and that's when our retailers come in town. And so we have them come in for a convention. It's about a four day convention, and it's a chance for us to provide training on new product. Um, have classes on different business, you know, uh, things that they might need to use to help their business. Um, it just gives us an opportunity to have them meet with our educators, meet with their sales managers, and just kind of get a chance to meet with other retailers as well to kind of, you know, sometimes you need those times to kind of get re, you know, re-energize, you know, re-engage mm-hmm. the brand and things like that. So the last few years, um, we've kind of done a virtual, well, you know, with COVID, we went fully virtual and then for the, the two years after that, we did virtual and in person and it's slow. It was a slow trickle this year. We really kind of flipped back to doing more of just in person and we did a one day live stream for our virtual. So we've kind of, we're going back to what we had before. Um, and it's really fun, especially for us in the training, you know, training and education team, we get to meet with our retailers firsthand and we really get to know them because a lot of them come to our classes a lot of times they come here for trainings and stuff like that. So you get to build a personal rapport with them. And so it's fun to get to see them every year at Baby Lock Tech when they come in town. So Definitely. Which I think now it's been two years since I've been a brand ambassador. And the year before I started, so whatever that year that was, anyhow, 2019, 2019 um, you had in-person what's it called? The event that you have in June for brand oh, common, common threads, common mm-hmm. threads. Yes. Mm-hmm. When I signed on, I wanted, it must've been 2020 then. Cause that was the first year that it went virtual. Yes. Is yeah. that going to be in person again? Cause that I, I met Bianca Springer at uh-huh. uh, quilt market and I was like, wait, you're an ambassador too. And I would love to be in the room and yeah. hear what they're making and make those connections. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I think the hope is to have it come back to being an in-person, um, you know, as well, I mean, I, I feel like, again, I feel like COVID kind of really just changed the landscape of everything. And I hate to keep blaming it on that. And I don't know if this is necessarily a blame, but it's just really kind of changed the way we do things. Um, and I think for a lot of people, it was hard to be like, we typically did it in the summer. So I think last year we tried to offer it in person again. And about, you know, half the people could come, half the people couldn't come just because of, you know, it's hard when it's not on your calendar every year. Mm-hmm. To, oh, wait, I need to leave that week in June available. So, um so anyway, but we, yes, we, in the, in, in, hopefully at some point we'll do that, whether we do it annually or maybe biannually, um, it's, it's very fun. So yeah, so what Common Threads is, is we have a, a training facility across the street. I'm actually in our main building, um, it's where our offices are, but across the street, we have a, what we call our, our Tacony Achievement Center, or it's again, TAC, we like our little acronyms. Um, so that's where we, it's a building that we purchased and that's where we have trainings, live trainings. And so, um, you know, our retailers come there. We have consumer getaways there, that sort of thing. So that building is um, one that we we use that for Common Threads, which is really fun. So it's a really nice, big training space. And we would have the, uh, the have the ambassadors come in. And it's usually like a two-day event. And it gives us a chance to give you guys some education on our product, you know, so that you can do some hands-on things on our product. We usually had some sort of a charity component to it. So it would be making, um, like one year we made uh, little smocks for women who had um, had breast surgery so that we could, you know, they could make those and donate those. Um, and usually it was tied to some sort of a charity that somebody who was an ambassador 
had a relationship with. So we kind of did some kind of a charity component. And then we also did, um, gave you guys a chance to network, you know, kind mm-hmm. of the ambassadors to network just to get to know one another because the whole thing with common threads is that you guys all love to sew. You love baby lock. That common threads gave, gave everyone a chance to really kind of get to network and meet other people and, and form little partnerships and do things together. So you guys could collaborate together or find ways to collaborate with baby lock. So really was, it really is a fun event. Um, you know, again, our marketing team kind of runs that. Um, but I know right now we kind of switched back to doing, or we were trying to do just like a once a month kind of training with the group and stuff like that. So it's hard to get on, get all of the ambassadors on the same schedule too, to, you know, all yeah. I'll put a plug for 2025. Yeah, Put it out now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get on the calendar. To our team here as well. Yeah. And it, yeah, it was like, you forget, but when I went to Quilt Market and met Bianca and she had this amazing dress that mm-hmm. she'd made and she's like, yeah, I use this machine. I use this. I'm like, oh, I need to, I need, yeah. I need that, you know? Yeah. So. And, and it's very fun. Like one of the first, uh, one of the ones we did not too, too long ago before we stopped doing it, you know, just because again of, of the circumstances, we did like a fun night where everyone came and they got to decorate cookies, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, we try to do things where you guys get to be creative, you know? Um, obviously over the course of time, we've had a lot of different ambassadors and things like that, but it also is a fun chance to do like a panel with a lot of the people and give people a chance to kind of share maybe how they either, you know, do things like you're doing podcasts. Maybe you talk to somebody about like, Hey, this is things I found with doing podcasts and kind of educate the rest of the ambassadors on them because not every, everyone kind of has their own avenue of how they share content. And so that's kind of a, a, a good way again, just to kind of get to meet each other and collaborate. So. Yeah. Well, I'll keep my fingers crossed, which yeah. for our listeners, especially this audience, uh, it's called craft a career. They're crafters who are making a career out of quilting yeah. and sewing. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure a lot of them are like, Oh, I would be interested in being a brand ambassador, but it's it, tell us more about that. Yeah. So with being a brand ambassador, some of the things that we look for, um, you know, and right now we actually, for 2024, we are, we're not really even kind of looking at anyone until 2024, just because we, you know, kind of have the, the right balance of people right now. But um, we do uh, look for people who have, you know, exceptionally strong sewing, quilting or embroidery skills, um, you know, a large and actively engaged social media presence. So we're looking for people who have that engagement with their with a group of people already. And then just a love for our brand. So love for Baby Lock and just a willingness to create inspirational and educational sewing content. So you guys all do such a fabulous job. I mean, I follow all of our ambassadors just because I like to see what you guys come up with and do. And then sometimes it's content you guys create on your own. And then I know you guys partner a lot with our marketing team so that we can also you know, help you guys and and give you guys that um, acknowledgement too through our Facebook groups and share your content and your projects and things like that. So uh, it's a really fun relationship. But um, but if somebody's interested in being that, or if it's something that's on your, you know, where you where you aspire to go on our, if you go out to babylock.com, at the very bottom of the page, there is a partner with us link in the navigate in the menu at the bottom, the little navigation menu at the bottom. Uh, that you can click on and that actually takes you to a form and it'll say, you know, are you interested in being an ambassador, an educator or an event partner? So there's kind of, and it kind of gives a description of that. And then it walks you through a questionnaire that's uniquely made for each of those different types of, of people that we partner with. Very cool. 
So on that note with uh, being reaching out, you know, I'm assuming you are interested in people who use your machines and can speak to like, I love the product. This is something that's really great. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. It, it definitely helps that you're already somebody who, who owns the product, understands the product, you know, uses the product, that sort of thing. Um, you know, that, that just makes it makes it easier to be tied to the brand. And I, and I think that's kind of where a lot of people who do come in and want to be an educator, they've already fallen in love with, say, our sergers or maybe, you know, just one of our sewing machines that they already use and are very passionate about. And, and we uh, look at them and partner with them that way. So. Which I just have to share my journey, if you will. I had a different brand machine and I won't say what it is because because it's not complimentary, but I didn't love it. And it wasn't cheap. And a lot of people use it. I was like, huh. And someone came over and said, I love my machine. It's as smooth as butter. I was like, that is not how I would describe my sewing machine. (laughs) And so I looked around and I tried the baby lock and it was love at first stitch. Like it finally, I was like, it's as smooth as butter. I can say that now. And I really love the the crescendo years ago, I saw someone use the laser and I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm in a sci-fi movie. (laughs) Well, it's it's so funny. So when we get new machines and years ago, when, when we were introducing the Solaris, which is our top of the line sewing and embroidery machine, you know, I've always had sewing machines and, and obviously working in the industry, I bring machines home all the time. And my husband is an IT guy and he, he grew up with a mom who had a sewing room and had multiple machines too. So I'm very fortunate that I, I married somebody who was okay with that, that there's machines everywhere. But um, I remember showing him that machine has a projector. It has a built-in projector for embroidery and for sewing. So it kind of takes that guideline marker and just even expands it even more because it projects it on the bed of the machine. And so he was just like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Like, you know, it's so funny because there is so much technology. And we always tell people, if you have not looked at a sewing machine in years, like just go, if you're at a show, if you're anywhere, just pop into your local retailer and just ask to see what's out there. I mean, doesn't mean that you have to buy a machine, but it's just good to see the technology and all the cool features that there really are. That guideline marker is one that like, I can't live without that. I can't even live without like our never miss needle threader, which you kind of think it's like, oh, it's just a needle threader. But for a lot of people, if you have to manually thread your needle every time you sew or the thread breaks, that is a game changer. I'm I'm all about give me the convenience features that are going to help me to just be able to have fun and sew and not have to be stressed out about the the techna- the technical side of my machine. Like you said, I can just be sewing and having fun. And and that is when you said about our machines sewing, you know, well and things like that. They do so well. I will tell you, see, the other thing I love about our brand is they're easy to use. I feel like if you, especially if you're somebody who grows within our brand, if you've mastered one machine and you know what the icons are and you know what the, you know, the different keys mean, that translates as you move up the line in our machine. So it's, it's, it's a nice brand to grow with as well. It is learning curve every time, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, and the needle threader. I will, and it's the little things, you know. Oh. <laughs> it, it is. It's so funny because we just had a we had an update, which is just like a free update on one of the machines that 
it, it, we have a specialty program on some of our top of the line machines called IQ Designer. And it's a program built in on the embroidery side where you can actually create your own embroidery designs within the machine. And it's a lot of fun. And there's a lot of things people have gotten super creative doing. One of the things they did in the update was change the sizing within that program. Instead of you having to use like preset buttons to resize it, you can actually type things in on a keypad. And it was like, oh my gosh, it was such a, it, it was the littlest thing but it made a huge difference. So it's just, it is funny. Sometimes those little things are the biggest, you know, the biggest wows. So. And even hearing about this technology, and I'm just now getting into, I could be interested in applique and embroidery. I never thought those words would come out of my mouth, but I am saying it now. So I would love to come to the in-person just to yeah. see, you know, yeah. So we, and we've done that before too. A lot of times, you know, we, we don't necessarily always have our ambassadors being on like the top of the line, you know, machines or whatever, but we've always tried to do something on them just to give you guys a sense, give our ambassadors a sense of what is out there. Because if you're working on just a sewing machine, and like you said, you may never have thought you wanted to do embroidery until you maybe see the technology in there or We've had people who like sometimes we'll pull out our long arms and, you know, somebody's like, I would never want a long arm. That's such a big machine. I have to have a business to run that or whatever the case may be. And then they see how easy it is to quilt their quilt tops. They're like, oh my gosh, I want that. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just one of those things. It's like sometimes you, if you, you don't know what you don't know until you actually see it. And then you're just like, you know, we all have a tendency. If you have a machine compulsion, you have a tendency to just want additional machines. which okay brings up the sashiko machine (laughs) that's that was my very first no it was the crescendo laser that was my first like wait what but then Mm -hmm. the sashiko and i saw that and i love the hand stitched look yeah a total machine and it's only a bobbin there's no like that threw me correct so yeah i will say too i have had people on instagram who are like that's cultural appropriation so I had to give a little history of like no it's actually made in Japan by Mm -hmm. Japanese people Mm -hmm. this is not you know Mm -hmm. um but yeah I'd love to have you speak about the machine yeah yeah so the Sashiko is made at our baby lock factory so it is actually made at our same factory that our sergers are made at and um when it was first introduced uh one of our ambassadors at the time Evie Hawkins she's still she's an event partner for us and still does stuff for us her, her company is a bit of stitch. Um, she is lovely. Uh, she's one of the sweetest people I've ever met. And she took that machine and she fell in love with it. And she really got super creative with it. We actually added, uh, when we, we now have what we're called the Sashiko 2. If you look at the part number, it has a 2 on the end of it. But it's still called the Sashiko. But we enhanced it to have like a specialty stitch mode. So like what that, what that allows you to do, and I'll kind of step back, is... Like you said, the Sashiko is, if you look at it, it looks like a sewing machine. But if you look at the very top of it, all there is is actually like a bobbin winding system. So there is no way to actually thread the machine. You actually do, all it uses is the bobbin. So you actually wind your bobbin, insert your bobbin. And it has a little different cadence to it as far as like the way it stitches. But it also, you have a uh, specialty bobbin. You also have a special needle and a latch wire that, is what kind of helps form that Sashiko stitch or that hand stitch look. So typically when you're when you're sewing on it, it'll take a stitch, take a space, and then it takes another stitch. So it, it has this, con- this continuity where it makes that, you know, repeated motion. So you get that hand stitched look. And what Evie did is Evie took it and we added what we call this, that specialty stitch mode, where you can set the machine so that when you press on the foot control, it actually will take a stitch, take a space, and then stops. 
So what that has allowed you to do, the, the foot raises. So you have the ability to couch things underneath it. So you can do some fun techniques of like couching threads underneath it, ruching ribbon, all these different things that you can do that really take it beyond a single stitch. Cause a lot of people will see it and go, well, it just does one stitch. Well, it does just do one stitch, but there's a lot of really fun, creative things that you can do with that one stitch. And so she's really done a phenomenal job. That's, that's one. If you're somebody who has our access to our SOA classes, go out and check out the classes she's done. She's done some phenomenal things. And one of the things that I love about that is when she's been in here and we've done trainings and things like that, and she shares a story with us about how um, she had asked our factory, you know, um, you know, how did, you know, how did the Sasha Co machine kind of come about? And the story is, is that the owner of the factory or somebody up in the high levels of the factory, their wife liked to hand Sasha Co stitch, right? She liked to do it by hand. Well, she said that she, you know, she um, was starting to get arthritis. And so she was really struggling with doing all the hand sewing. And I love this because she always says her cadence was low. That's what they said. Like her cadence was low. So basically she was sad. She was sad. (laughs) No longer do what she'd love to do. So he challenged the factory to create a machine for his wife that would do the stitching that she wanted to do. So that's kind of where the whole Sasha Co machine came from. So I love that story that, you know, it's just kind of a love story, right? It's like your husband is trying to help you, you know, uh, help his wife to to be happy again and found a way to create a machine. And in the meantime, we all got now have a fun machine that we can play with. So it, it is a super fun machine. I will tell you the last time I was at Houston, um, probably in 2019, there actually was somebody who was an award winner with their quilt and they had, she quilted it all on the Sasha Co. So, really? Yeah, yeah. So it really, because we had a lot of people coming by the booth that year that really wanted to see that. And, you know, I think, you know, quilting over the course of time, especially like championship quilting, right? It used to have to be, it all had to be hand stitched, you know, and then now it's like, okay, there, there, you know, there's more validity in somebody doing it with machines, you know, machines quilting and everything like that. And so the Sasha Go was kind of a totally new category to have that done and have it done by machine and not necessarily done by hand. So it is a really cool look, especially if you're somebody who's a modern quilter or who likes that long stitch look, you can adjust your stitch spacing and you can adjust your stitch length within a range, but it, it is definitely a machine that it's not your pedal to the metal and go super fast. It has a, a, like I said, a nice little cadence to it of how it stitches out, but it's a fun one. Yeah. Well, and if you do a lot of hand quilting, it is a time consuming thing. So while this isn't like top speed or whatever, it saves time, you know, oh, it's yeah. much oh, more sure. convenient. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Cause there, there's, there's a lot of fun things you can do with it. A lot of creative things. Yeah. So I'm curious what your top selling machine is within baby lock. Um, since I'm not in sale, the sales side of it, I don't know our, our exact machine. I will say probably one of our most popular machines is our top of the line Solaris. Um, so that is one, you know, we kind of keep our machines in segments. So we have, you know, our, our sergers are all in one segment. We have a segment that's our embroidery machines. And within there, we have some that are embroidery combinations. So they do embroidery and sewing. And then we have some that are just, um, embroidery only. So we do have some flatbed machines that are embroidery only. And then we have some that are like multi-needle machines that are more, have a little bit more of an industrial look, but they, you know, they have 
uh, allow you to do things in the round, like ball caps and things like that. And then we have our quilting segment, which is our tabletop quilting machines. And then we also have long arms. So we have a range of different long arm machines. And then we have our sewing segment as well. So probably each of them within there have their own, you know, top seller type okay. thing. Um, but we do have a range of machines. So, you know, we try to make sure that we have machines um, at all different levels for consumers. You know, we know not everyone can purchase the top of the line. So we try to make sure that we have a wide range of machines that have great features and have great um you know, accessories and things like that that somebody can use for their sewing experience at all different price ranges. But um, I will say we do have a lot of customers who who love our Solaris and use that a lot. And um, like I'm, I'm one of the moderators for our Solaris Facebook group. And I also teach our getaways for that class as well. Um, and this year we even did an advanced getaway, which was for our um, our, our customers who already attended the getaway that we offered in advance so they could only, well, you know, it's kind of that exclusive group. If you came to the getaway, so you could come to the advance. And that was a lot of fun because we did a bunch of projects and things like that, that really explored how you could use the machine from a sewing perspective, from a quilting perspective, take advantage of some of the cool built-in features on that machine, as well as within the IQ designer program. So, um, that's, that's probably the one that I we hear the most buzz about. I can't tell you that that's the most you know, readily sold, but um, probably one of our most popular. Yeah, I, so I have the Crescendo, which I feel like was the Solaris, but now the Solaris is the new, it like took the place of the Crescendo, is that right? Crescendo was our, was our top of the line quilting. So it's just sewing only. Now, now there's the chorus, which the chorus and the Crescendo are very similar. There's, there's some new nuances to it that that's changed some new features and things like that. But yeah, very similar. And then I have the Jubilant, which, Honestly, I use the most because I mostly piece. I don't do a lot of the quilting Mm -hmm. and it's just so quick and efficient and I love it and it's affordable. So I like to tell people because a lot of people are like, I don't have a lot to spend. So that's, I share that one a lot. Yeah, Jubilant is a great machine. That's in a part of our genuine collection. And that, that I would say is a very, very popular machine as well, especially if you're somebody who's getting started. It is computerized. It's very easy to operate. It's got that dial on it that you can kind of use to select your stitches. It's got a wonderful needle threader on it as well, which is awesome. And then a lot of our machines too, like they come with specific feet, but a lot of them we have snap-on feet. So you can expand your feet, you know, uh, your your collection of feet. We all like to collect things. Your collection of feet too. So you can always, you know, use different feet because the, those machines use similar feet as, as what's across the brand. So, yeah, I love the Jubilee. It's also portable. That's a really big thing for people right now is, you know, like I'm lucky enough to have a space at my house that I can actually have sewing machines and kind of have a dedicated space. Not everybody has that. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's also good to be able to like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to sew on this project. And so on my, on my dining room table, and then when I'm done, I can actually like store that somewhere. So it's not, you know, ginormous machine that you have to find the space for. Yeah, absolutely. So if you had to say, let's, let's go in the quilting realm, which is the coolest feature let's go beyond machine but like coolest addition to a sewing machine that baby lock has that you are excited on the, about on the quilting side yeah quilting piecing sewing okay um i would say one of one of the the tools are the accessories if you want to say that a lot of people have been using if you just want to talk about like a foot one of the my new favorite feet is our binding foot 
kind of one of those things where if you, you know, sometimes if you don't know that there's new feet and things like that, we introduce new feet from time to time. So um, that's one, if you have not looked into the binding, but it is phenomenal for being able to help put your binding on. It actually is kind of like a bi-level foot where it has, if you were to flip the foot over on the back, it has a raised side and then a recessed side so that as your, it, it nests into where your binding is. So it keeps your foot level so that as you're binding, you can, you, it just flows really nicely as you're stitching your binding down. So I did not know about this foot. <laughs> that would work on the, your jubilant and your crescendo. So, really? Yeah. Yeah. I would say that. And then, um, you know, I mean, some of the built-in features on the machines too, like, like your crescendo and the chorus has what we call our digital dual feed walking foot. Kind of looks like a little mouse. It's a little white foot that actually plugs into the back of the machine. And that is a belt-driven foot so it's similar similar to a walking foot but it's different a walking foot is tied to the needle bar this is actually a belt driven system so it's great if you're doing things like minky or velvet or anything that you you know slippery when it goes under the foot it helps kind of hold those layers together as you're as you're sewing it's great for thick layers like your batting you know if you've got your quilt sandwich it'll go through your batting and everything like that and there's some fun what they call soles for them so that foot is the foot is actually the digital dual feed foot, but then each there's different soles that you can put on it. And there's things like a stitch in the ditch sole, a quarter inch piecing sole. Um, there's a, there's a couching sole. So there's actually a little foot that has a, a clear section with a little hole in it that you can actually feed yarn cording through, and then you can couch over it with decorative stitches and things like hmm. that. Th that's a really fun one. Cause there's, there's multiple feet and there are, what they call soles that you can um, add to it that can kind of expand that foot and let you do some fun things too. So, so stitch in the ditch. I did not know about that. And then I'm wondering, so I'm intrigued to try smocking. Uh -huh. Is there anything to help with that that you're aware of? Um, I don't do a lot of heirloom sewing, so I'm probably not your person. I know on our sergers, there's a shearing foot that a lot of people have been using, which is a newer foot. And that helps to kind of gather fabric on our sergers so our sergers have digital dual or not sorry not digital dual feed sorry differential feed so differential feed lets you adjust how the, the feed dogs feed the fabric in and so you can adjust that so that it will actually gather your fabric for you on the serger so the shearing foot adds more of like a pleating texture to it and I know a lot of people use that with using um, elastic thread and things like that to kind of get that smocked look but hmm. I'm not an heirloom sewer so I'm probably not your <laughs> Not, I like that term, heirloom uh, sewer. I like that term. I'm going to run with that. <laughs> yeah, Martha Pullen. Yeah, go start looking at Martha Pullen and all the heirloom sewing. Yeah. Okay, well. That's a pretty stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. So for our listeners who want to learn more about Baby Lock, where's the best place for them to go? I would go to babylock.com. And if you want to learn more, I would definitely create an account with us. And when you create an account with us, you can also go in and you can you can sign up, I guess, or, or, you know, ask for different types of messaging. So we do send out emails. We try not to be crazy with emails, but you can sign up to, to receive our emails. You can also sign up to get our text messages. So if we have something special, again, we don't bombard you, but uh, if it's something that you're wanting to get more information from us on that, that's another way. And then also I would say our Facebook groups, if you don't follow baby lock on Facebook, on Instagram, follow us there. Um, we also, again, have our different communities that are tied to products. So long arm, 
Sergers, um, Solaris, which the Solaris does require you to have a Solaris serial number to be uh, part of that group, and then our Sergers. And so any of those that you want to join, um, they just have a little survey that you fill out. And then somebody here on our team actually kind of goes through and approves people uh, for joining those groups. But they're just a great way. All of them say Baby Lock community in them. So if you're ever wondering if it's our group or not, you'll see the word community in our name. Um, but those would be ways. And, you know, follow us. I will say too, if you are somebody who's a TikToker, um, who likes to do TikTok, we did just start a baby lock TikTok. Um, oh, fun. I know, I know. So, um, I think right now, if I'm correct, if, if you go out and sign up, I think they were doing some kind of a promotion or a giveaway for mm. first people that started following us on TikTok. So I don't know if they've met that or not yet. So I'll go take a look. Very new fun. New platform for us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. New for yeah. me too. I'm like, do I want to go down that path? We'll see. I, I know my daughter a couple summers ago helped do some reels and things like that for us on, um, on babylock.com and stuff like that. And so it's, it's, it's so funny because I'm like, you know, there's, there's a lot more work that goes into creating a reels than I think most people really realize. I'm always like, yeah, it takes a little bit of time to make that quilt go from this to this, you know, <laughs> yes. now, you know? So, but yes. it's always fun to see that. And, you know, so it makes me appreciate the content that people like yourself and other people probably listening um, take the time to put together because it, yeah. it does take a moment to it does. the idea, think about how you're going to shoot it, think about the song that's going to go with it or the trend <laughs> that's happening right now and the captions and stuff. So I'm impressed that you even know about the trend because that is a thing like the oh, it's been, audio. Yeah. Well, again, I have a daughter in college, so it's kind yeah. of. <laughs> well, thank you, Patty, for chatting. Yeah. This has been really fun and insightful. Uh, so yes. I appreciate it fun to finally meet you hopefully again we'll have common threads and get to meet you in person yes i'll keep my fingers crossed well thank you so much all right appreciate it thanks elizabeth Mm -hmm.